following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about them, Cowboys? Yeah! Cowboys! This, this is Mick Shots. Streaming live on DallasCowboys.com and the official Dallas Cowboys app. Now, here are Bill Jones, Savannah Hugh Moeller, Everson Walls, and Mickey Spagnola. And it is high noon on, well, it's a little past high noon on a Thursday. And it's time for another edition of Mix Shots. It's a We're higher trying, noon. We are trying to figure out how to get by with out Savannah, who is vacationing at a wedding that she's at uh, in the Dominican Republic. And so Mickey trying to figure out the text line here. And I think Mickey might have figured it out. I think uh, no, Chris figured, Chris it, out. figured it out. Yeah. Producer Supreme, well, he had it figured out. He was giving a tutorial to Mickey <laughs> prior to starting this podcast, and Mickey is about to give you that Cowboys podcast text line now. Eight one seven two nine zero three two nine eight. All right. Do you want to open the phone lines? Um. It'd be a rarity maybe the, here. Maybe the second segment. Oh, yeah. You want to give the phone I will. number? I will. 888-855-2297. Okay, so I've, we've gotten permission from Mickey himself that we can actually take a phone call. And it feels like game week now. It feels like football weather out there. Because if you go outside, you'll find football players on That's a football right. field too, right? And they're practicing, and I did see... Cavante Turpin out there in pads. I got a good report from the head coach on Cavante this morning, as a matter of fact. Is is it good as mine? Well, what does yours say? (laughs) He's ready to go. That's what basically what the head coach said. He's good to go. He's good to go. And in fact, when I brought up the name, let me make sure I got it here. Amir Smith Marset. You know who that is? No. Everson, do you know who Amir Smith-Marset is? Yes. Great name. He was a Kansas City Chief Mm -hmm. until he became a Carolina Panther. Oh. On August 29th, traded from the Chiefs to the Panthers. I see his name here as a backup wide receiver. What did he do a week ago today? Hmm. He returned a punt. 79 yards Ah, for a touchdown against the Chicago Bears. Ah, that, that was, was almost the only score in the game. Right? <laughs> That's right. That was the, the only, only touchdown. touchdown when we taped, which is a good lead into my next note. Go so, ahead. So get this: when we taped the Mike McCarthy show this morning, I mentioned Amir Smith Marset, mm-hmm. and you got to watch out for him on that other side. And that's when McCarthy said, uh, "So we'll have two good, two retu- ah, good return very guys good. in the game." In the game. That's, that's what tipped me off that things are okay with Cavante Turpin. Mm-hmm. Very so good. Look out. I'm calling it right now. I, I Cavante heard, to yeah, the house. To the house. <laughs> Physic- Turpin time in Physic- Charlotte on Sunday. Physically, I heard he was good to go last week, but he hadn't practiced all mm-hmm. week. So they decided, well, let's let's wait till next week. What was his USFL team? The New Jersey Generals. He was with the Generals. Mm-hmm. Okay. Why, uh, why do you you're, ask? You're, uh, Turpin. I was wondering if yeah, Turpin. Okay, Turpin. Yeah. I was wondering if uh, 
Uh, it was in Carolina. Oh. Because I wanted, you know, he'd be going back home. Uh-huh. Necessary. Yeah. So I wasn't sure no, exactly. No, we don't have that story. Okay. Now, that could be on one of the other teams that he played for, mm-hmm. the indoor football league. I think he was in Atlanta playing on one of He's those had teams. A job. He, was in, he has had a job. The, he was in Germany, wasn't he? Yeah, he was in Germany. He was in <laughs> Poland, I believe, playing. And uh, he... Maybe it was in that electronic football league that he would know. No, that fan, no, no, the fan thing. What the fan-controlled football. Yeah, yeah. I think that may have been in Atlanta. Yeah, yeah, it was close he, to he's Charlotte. He's had a journey. He has had yes, a journey. Yes, close to Charlotte. So, having brought up Amir, yes. is that how you say it? Amir Smith, Smith Marset out of Iowa, four four three speed, and he scored a touchdown, mm-hmm. and they only scored thirteen points. So, so they didn't score a touchdown last week. And that is why that Frank Wright is returning Man, to call plays. that was going to be plays. my story, dude. <laughs> Come on, Spags, leave me something. <laughs> so he was calling plays the first six games, and then he handed off to Thomas Brown. And they won. And they won. 15 to 13, mm-hmm, and then Houston. only scored 13 and 13 the next two games. And now Reich says, no. Well, well here, there was an issue, though. There was also an issue. They only scored 13 and 13, and in one of those games, the 13, I know. it would have been a 13 13 game if not for the two pick sixes that made it 27 to 13. Well, mm-hmm. but with Reich calling plays the first. Six games, mm-hmm. they were averaging a robust 16.3 <laughs> points a game. Well, and one of those games was started by one Andy Dalton at Seattle. When they scored 27 points, it was ah. with Andy Dalton at quarterback. And Dalton was 34 out of 58 for 361 yards and two touchdowns okay. in that game. Okay. So are you blaming this on Bryce Young? No. Oh, okay. No picks? No interceptions thrown that game. Not for no, not for Andy Dalton. Nope. So the the, the difference between the two play callers was sixteen point three a game for Reich and eleven point three for Brown. And a quarterback, meaning offensive points. And a different quarterback, right? And well, Bryce. Well, but it's just that one play, that one games. game Dalton played. Yeah. 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 So I mean, if, if you wanted to. To get a level playing field, you would need to figure out the Bryce Young quarterback games for, for in the Frank Reich era. And, and the worst part was when they beat the Bears 15-13, mm-hmm. and it was— They beat the Texans 15-13. Texans. I said Bears. They yeah. lost to the Bears, right? 16-13. Yeah. Uh, Brown was calling plays during that game, and mm-hmm. he called the plays on the winning drive for the field goal to win. And they gave Brown a game ball afterwards. Well, they should. And now they gave him. (laughs) Yeah, he won the game. And now they took the play calls away from him. Mm. Now, I was listening to the great Bill Polian last night on Sirius NFL Radio. You seem to be doing this quite often. And uh, but, but one of the reasons I was listening to Bill Polian, he's based in Charlotte. And so oh, he has okay. close tabs on this Carolina team. And what he was saying is anyone who knows anything about the NFL knows that who's calling the plays really doesn't matter. It's who's... Putting the game Who's plan together, playing the plays. Uh, yeah, or, no, no. He, what he's talking about, in, in, as right. far as from the coaching standpoint, it's what they do leading up to right. game day. And he was uh, he was saying it's not that big a deal who's actually calling the plays because they're just calling it off a script and the game plan has already been put together. And Reich actually pointed that out that 
uh, Brown will continue putting, helping with the game plan and installing during the week, and he's just going to call plays. But it never explained why he decided to, other than not scoring. And what points. I got out of it is he he want, he just feels like the second half of the season he needs to be more hands on with the development of Bryce Young, and as far as uh, you know. Game to game, play to play, and he feels like I mean that's that's why why he's he's hired there to be the head coach is to develop this young quarterback, and he feels like he can do that better by being in his ear throughout the game. Well, at least he and said it makes a lot of sense. At least he said, um, and he said great th- things about Thomas Brown, the offensive right. coordinator. Oh yeah, this on takes and nothing, on and on. Take it takes nothing away from his star, which is rising in the NFL. So he did point out that the reason I'm in the position I am is because I was a play caller. Yeah, which is why do head coaches do that? What's it's like the reason you become a head coach is probably because you were a really good offensive yeah, coordinator, of yeah. and then you become the head coach and you hand the play calling off to somebody else. They have so many other things to do, Spags. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, all you do is write. <laughs> no, I no, do a podcast, podcast and I do oh, TV. Okay, you okay. rest your case. You, <laughs> yeah, hear, right. you hear him on the podcast. You hear him on the reads. Yeah, so that, that's why we took we took the play calling away from Mickey, right? That's right. We took the reads away from Mickey. That's, that's why right. we hired Savannah, yeah, right. right? But he's still and the now, head coach. But, it, but when it calls, goes downhill, it comes to me first, not to you. <laughs> that's right. We know never to give the play calls back to Mickey. <laughs> Just remember, I'm the head coach. <laughs> hey, so, I met I met Bill. What's his name? Bill Polian. I met him. Yeah, like, I think he the came Hall to a Cowboys game. I, can, I think he came I to a Cowboys game. He came in and introduced himself to me. Yeah, and that was my first time meeting. He's a cool guy. Like he's in, uh, he was a GM of the Bills in a suite. Yeah, it was in one of the suites. Yeah, he's in the suites. You know. Yeah. So, so he's a, he was the GM of the Bills throughout of their of Super Bowl runs, and, I, and, then, Colts the, and too, right? then the Colts. Yeah, yeah. and then and, and drafted Peyton Manning. I got and, to meet him twice. I was the AFC pool reporter at the Super Bowl for two of their losses, one in Washington and one again. No, Minnesota. Was it Minnesota? He wasn't. He wasn't standoffish at all. No, he was very a, engaging. He, yes. I think he came up to me. Yeah, and then I was with some of the guys, and he came up and introduced yes. himself to all. And, of us. and I really enjoy listening to him. He usually is on in the evenings on Sirius NFL Radio, nice guy. and he's. Nice guy. Yeah, and he's a very educated guy, mm-hmm. too. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, he used much bigger words than I use. <laughs> well, <laughs> that's my, why I like listening to him. Maybe I'll pick up a word or there two. You go. There you yeah. go. My Good introduction stuff. to him Good was stuff. at the Super Bowl in, after the 92 season when Buffalo was practicing at uh, USC. Mm-hmm. And he was more worried about the security around the practice field than he was about stopping Emmett Smith. What, what, before you go, what, he was with Buffalo when? He would have been with Buffalo During as the G. He was the general manager. He was the pro personnel director for the Bills starting in 1985, the general manager 86 through 92, yeah. and then with the Panthers starting in 95 through 97. And uh, that's when Dom Capers was the head coach of the Panthers in uh, Indianapolis in 98 through 09. And he was part of the— Through 2011, actually, became team president, too. So he was—that's was, was why he came four. up to me. 
Because uh, yeah, I guess he knew we, I played for the Giants yeah. at that time, and we beat them. That was 25. the first loss. Yeah, there you yeah. go. So this so that's one, probably why it came yeah. to this okay. one, excellent. They excellent. were practicing at Southern Cal, and we didn't even talk about any of that stuff. We just had fun just talking about, about everything. Stuff. Yeah, they yeah. were practicing at Southern Cal, and the, the field butted up. The end of the field butted up to the student swimming pool, and they had a high dive, and they were worried about people on the high dive spying on their practice. <laughs> so they closed down the swimming pool and then behind to the next. So how would that work? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, I'm watching this and I said, if I'm in my truck, practice. where can I hide the camera? Right. That's what I want to know. And then I'm at the top of the, the, the high dive and I'm filming, end, I'm videoing. At the end of the swimming pool was a dorm that had, Pat uh, like a little patio thing outside each floor. Of course. At the end. Balcony. Balcony. <laughs> patio. Yeah. Wrong word. And and they were they were trying to shut the students off the, the balcony. Hey, you don't know who's who. You don't know who's who. But I knew who Emmett Smith was. They uh-huh. needed to practice a little harder. <laughs> Golly. I, I was I was just astounded about their worries. Because I saw it the year before when they were at the University of Minnesota and at the end of the practice field indoors uh, on the second floor was where all the coaches' offices were. Mm -hmm. And they saw a light come in one of the offices and they just went crazy like somebody was in that office looking at their practice. He should have been there in New Orleans when the – was it New Orleans when they they caught – the Patriots. I mean, the Patriots were spying on a walkthrough or something, mm. if I remember correctly. God, these coaches, man, <laughs> this stuff is serious. Well, see what, see what happens when you pay them a bunch you of money. You told me Tom would stop practice when they were playing Washington. Oh no! If we, there was somebody flying we did, over, we did not stop practice. It, they bought out the rooms. Yeah, I know themselves. that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so and then yeah, go never, look out here. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> It was like when the Packers were in the San Diego Super Bowl, the Packers, and uh, they're out there practicing. Holmgren was the head coach. And all of a sudden, one of the there was an Air Force base or a Navy airfield close to it, and they came flying over with a helicopter. They stopped practice to wave. <laughs> they were waving at the guys. They didn't care. It was all right. Come but on the over. difference between then and now, mm-hmm. yeah, it is. Is yeah. that teams practiced then? Well, that's true <laughs> yeah. too. You're, you'll see our entire game plan. Uh-huh. You would see the entire game plan based on what we practiced. Jimmy was at UCLA busting helmets. Right? They practiced. They they so, contact. What was your what was your work day like before at Valley Ranch? What the facility over there on Forest Lane? Yes. What did you have as far as Cover? classroom space and like what did you do for meetings and stuff? Oh, let no. me tell you. <laughs> no, they had a very small room, and remember those desks you used to sit in in about second or third grade uh-huh. where the you came desk. in from yeah. the side. Yes, yep. those weren't in there. Pl- no way. Were they you know, why, really? don't they, why don't he believe you? How did they fit in them? <laughs> they didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I fit. I had, no, I had no problem. But, you know, Harvey Martin, too tall. 
Little school desk. And I don't know. And, and I can't imagine you had like 53 guys in there to say that the room wasn't that yeah, big. So what now was your work had, day we had like? More. Sometimes we have more. Come on. When we came back from training camp, we didn't have 53. We still had we still had around 70 something players. So how many hours a day would you be at the practice facility? We'd still have the same hours. Like still, you'd, you'd come have, at we, seven we in the morning. Nine, no, we come in at nine in the nine morning. Nine in the morning. Come in nine in the morning. Then we go to lunch, and then after that, we go from, uh, you know, lunch to three, something okay. like that. And by the way, when he said go to lunch, they had to go to, to, yeah, to lunch. Yeah. There was well, no lunch in the well, building. Burger well, we King had we had Vernell. You remember? Vernell? Oh yeah, yeah. We had Vernell. Vernell would go get make you know, a run. And then run. we had Tom Thumb across the street, so. We'd get chicken wings or whatever. They had food uh-huh. over there, potato salad and everything There was a pizza there. place close to There was too, a pizza place it? right next to it. <laughs> nutrition. Place, yeah, no, for real. That's what we had. And, you know, it was, it was burning up out there. I didn't worry about lunch as much as you worried about weight room, you know, weight practice afterwards. Which was outdoors. Outdoors. Yeah, right. Well, you knew that. I mean. Covered, every, though. Covered, though. Yeah. <laughs> about, about this much confidence in this room, we had the weights over there and. I don't know. It was just normal for us at that time. You know, we didn't realize that we were living like, like we. So, were. do you think they put in more hours at work then than what they do here now? I would say less. I would say that's what I was getting. Yeah, at. nobody wants to spend time over there. Yeah, that's what yeah, I was thinking. Yeah. Now here, here it's, it's comfortable. You go. Yeah. Well, I bet they didn't have an individual room for each position. Right. And so, meetings. what do you do as far as position meetings? You know. No, we had rooms for position meetings. Yes, we did. No, okay. Yeah, we brought, we had rooms for. You broke I don't know off how we put everyone up in there. That's really amazing, because it's just a field house. Well, I say field house. It's really like a inventory space or something. I don't remember being very large at all. It wasn't that large, but we made it work. Hmm. No, they, we made it work. They won Super Bowls in there. That's, that's right. right. That's right. I don't. They need to go back to that. What I, you I, need <laughs> to worry about is where to park. Yes, that was the thing. I mean, we were put in there like. I don't know how we all fit in. Once again, Vernell was the dude. Give him your keys. Tell him to park it for you. If oh you're yeah, late. valet. Yeah, we okay. Call it what you want. <laughs> valet was not. I what forgot I it. about Vernell. <laughs> Vernell would go get your car washed. He well, not go get it. He washed it himself. How much did you tip? I didn't have him wash my stuff. Oh, okay. No, because well, right. at the time I was driving a Mustang. <laughs> my car was so raggedy. The, the, you guy, you the guys been. took my keys from me. They hated my car so much. I mean, there was a car I drove back and forth to Grambling. So eventually, you know, we do the the ticket thing where you you know you you know get a get a dealership to yeah. get your season ticket. It was so much better car. back then. Where as a reporter, you could just talk to a guy on his way to yeah. his car. And I mean, it was that way at Valley no, Ranch. Was, First Maverick, Mavericks practices, they practiced over here at the uh, warehouse that Don Carter owned, <laughs> and they had a gym in there. And so they, it was like just a warehouse. Parking lot. It was off six thirty five and at um, Midway around no, there. It wasn't it was Midway. It was one Welch, of those Welch Welch Road. Welch. Yeah. And basically, you could just hang out by Rolando Blackman's car and get an interview with him as he was waiting to get his car washed. I mean, there would be a guy that would be car sh- washing cars there. See? Uh, you always got your Vernell. Right. Yeah, Vernell was there. <laughs> it's a different season, right? right? First, time, first time I had to go out to the, the facility, Forrest and Abrams, they gave me the address. And they said, but 
you're going to drive right by it. I go, what do you mean? <laughs> well, it doesn't look like a practice facility. No, it's like a furniture warehouse. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and so they said, but when you go by this, this building with corrugated metal that looks like a transmission repair shop, they you're going to see some and really— it, And it, it, it rubbed off on your hands. It was that if kind you of touched tin. it. Yeah, if you touched it. They said it, yeah. you'll see the parking lot where the, the fancy cars, that's it. <laughs> yeah. So I'm driving down. A lot of fancy cars on a raggedy— uh, gravel. It was gravel, asphalt. right? Yeah, yeah. And I went right by it, and I saw the cars, and I had to turn around and come back. Mm-hmm. Hey, that's home for me. So that was... I, I enjoyed it. Thousand Oaks was a totally different, not Thousand Oaks, but uh, Valley Ranch was a totally different thing. Taj I enjoyed Mahal. being right there, man. I was five minutes from my house. I, now I could, you had to drive. Yeah, I got to drive. Mm-hmm. You know, but I had a better car. By the and time my first we impression to, to walking Ranch. into the locker room was on the side. They were wooden lockers. And on the side of each was an ashtray. Yep. Screwed, in, <laughs> screwed into the side. Also at Texas Stadium and, were ashtrays. And they weren't clean ashtrays no. either. No, they, they were using them. them. Don't you remember? The, the stadium also had ashtrays. Oh, that's right. Uh, you know who put those in? Fitzgerald. Or Don Meredith. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Fitzgerald would take a smoke as he was being introduced. <laughs> You, you you remember that he he would smoke all the way down the tunnel, and when they would introduce him, he put his cigarette out and run out there. That was the smoke he ran through yeah, onto yeah. the field. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, John Fitzgerald, man. That was first wow. time I went to a baseball locker room was in St. Louis. Joe Pepitone. Uh, he was wearing a wig and he had it hanging on the side. <laughs> toupee, yeah, toupee. Toupee, yeah. But but he was smoking in the. You know, this yeah. is back when they everybody's telling us, yeah. "Well, you better not smoke." You know, you're an athlete. Da da da. Mm-hmm. And here's Joe Pepitone. Now these were old school guys, man. Mm-hmm. These are old school guys. You got you got to think of what's the movie North Dallas Forty. Yeah, we weren't far removed from no, that. You're yeah. right. We were about ten years removed from that. That's like Barry Switzer. He'd be on the sideline in the Nebraska game. He'd be smoking a cigarette on the sideline. <laughs> See, on yeah. on TV. It, yeah, that's yeah. right. Dick that's... Allen in the in the dugout. He'd be sitting there cupped cupped his uh, cigarette. Uh, see, that's old school when you smoke like that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's what yeah. Switzer would do. He's kind of yeah, trying to hide school. it like the TV that's cameras. Old, that's all the brothers. National television aren't going to see it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right, it. we got a game on. <laughs> yeah. All right, we're going to talk Bryce Young oh, man, and the Carolina Panthers. Oh, we come back in just a moment here on Mix Shots. I got any text. Oh my god. I'm Dak Prescott, quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. And they snap it to Prescott, who looks right. It's not there. He escapes left. He'll run for a first down. Just like football, when it comes to crypto, it's important to have a team you can trust. With Blockchain.com, I know I'm in good hands. Since 2011, they've been trusted by millions around the world to buy, sell, and trade cryptocurrency. Prescott's going to run this himself. Run it up the middle, and he scores. Whether you're new to crypto or an active trader, they've got you covered. What are you waiting for? Get started at Blockchain.com. You know that sound anywhere. It's the crisp crunch of that first nacho chip. With its perfect cheese to sour cream ratio sitting atop a layer of delicious beans, it's a sip away from perfection. That's what we're looking for. Add a delicious, refreshing Pepsi and we've achieved absolute nacho nirvana. Because while you can pile those nachos high with every spicy, cheesy, savory topping, there's no topping a cool Pepsi finish. Nachos, better with Pepsi. That's what I like. The Medal of Honor is our country's highest military award for valor in combat. More than 40 million individuals have served in the armed forces since the Civil War. 
fewer than 4,000 have received the Medal of Honor. The National Medal of Honor Museum will be a place to preserve these legacies and inspire America. It's being built right next door to the Dallas Cowboys in Texas. Help us honor our country's greatest heroes. Learn more and get involved at mohmuseum.org. Cowboys football and Miller Lite. What a pairing. Can cracks a kickoff. Tailgates going way past postgame. Sunday night overtimes followed by Monday morning swagger. Brisket in the smoker. Miller Lite in the cool. America's team playing America's greatest sport. Miller Lite, the only beer of the Dallas Cowboys. Dallas Cowboys football tastes like Miller time. Celebrate responsibly. 2023 Miller Brewing Company, Fort Worth, Texas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Back to mixed shots. K Post Ruth. Okay, there you go. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, Savannah. K Post. <laughs> We're going to take the play calling away from Everson now. <laughs> K Post Roofing and Waterproofing, the official roofer of the Dallas Cowboys. I will be giving you guys a call very soon. Trust me. I got good news to report on my. Plumbing issue on your little, mm-hmm. your little slab thing. My, my slab leak. Yeah. It's now going to that that uh, water pipe is going to now run through the attic. They are rerouting as we speak. Mm. Hopefully, so they're not going under. No, they're not going they're in the tunnel. Down. They're not using the tunnel. We get well, have this quizzical. You're gonna have a pole going up the middle of your <laughs> yeah, house. He's trying to figure out how that's gonna it's work. It's in the wall. <laughs> it's not like in the middle of the. It goes up through the attic. Oh, I thought it was in they the reroute. Slab. I thought it was in it the It was slab. a slab leak. They cut they, they cut it that thing rerouting it. That's the remedy, that's right? A, that's why they call it a reroute. So the, next, the, remedy. the next leak you get's going to just <laughs> it's gonna, take, it's out gonna take the whole wall. Take the, take out the, the whole, whole house is going to get it's going to be raining in the house next time we get a leak, but at least at least we won't have to go into the slab to repair. We'll have to tunnel under. Mm-hmm. Right? That's exactly right. And but the amazing thing about it they are able to come out today to get it done. Get it done. And we got family coming tomorrow. That's all so. right. Perfect time. Yeah, exactly. Time. And I'm getting my fallen tree. The other thing that's great about it, I have to be here from 9 a.m. So to 3 p.m. <laughs> <laughs> and, and so my wife is the one having Good to luck, deal honey. with it there. Good luck, honey. We had to get a new hot water heater a couple of weeks ago, and I was in Phoenix covering the World Series. I got Perfect out of that timing. one, too. Perfect timing. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> yes, that's right. So before we have to take the next break in a minute. Here, uh-huh. Yeah, no. Um, I can't see what the guy's name is. Anyway, good afternoon. Oh, Arthur from Spring, Texas. Oh, this is a text. This is a text. Okay. Uh, I've come to realize that a mix of Pollard and Doddle is good enough for our run game. I'm good with the mixture of mm-hmm. those two guys. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you guys? I liked it against the Giants. I was I was going to say, I liked it against a very inferior team. I, I would have loved to have seen it in San Francisco, at least give it a try. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't see much of it against the Chargers, did you? 
Did he play much against the Chargers? I don't believe so. And so, yeah. I'm, and once again, this is McCarthy taking his time, showing his cards in a very methodical manner. You're asking uh, Dowdle against the Chargers? Mm-hmm. Rico against the Chargers. He had three carries for 12 yards. And Pollard had 15 carries for 30 yards, and he had six receptions for 80 yards, including that 60-yarder. And it's and not guess, it's, it's not the amount of – it's not yards per carry. It's moving the chains. So that's Sam, what we wanted for, for moving the chains. We wanted for the, the, the third and goal, fourth and goal. That's what we wanted for. He was, in, he was in the game for 10 snaps on offense against the Chargers. San Francisco, he had five carries for 15 yards. Is he a good receiver? We don't know. <laughs> they never thought he, he, caught a, he caught a screen pass for a touchdown. Okay. Right? Mm-hmm. Nice, nice. I forgot. Yep, which that's right. Game yeah. Yeah. Well, let's see. It's right here. Oh, that's running. I got You know, I found out from, from watching Zeke <laughs> throughout the years, you have to have a little little poise, I guess, to. to it was against Arizona. Back. Arizona. Yeah. Dowdle had a and touchdown scored. reception. Yes. 15 yards. I love that to, to show his diversity throughout mm-hmm. the year. Uh, and once again, like I said, McCarthy's taking his time in revealing just what Dowdle can do. Because we really, it, 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 you take out this last game, we just didn't see that much of him. He well, was saving him for the Giants. Diet. He the, was saving him for the Giants. The, the irony of this whole deal is what happened last year with the running game. Well, Pollard's got to have more carries. Mm-hmm. Zeke doesn't need that many. Mm-hmm. And now it's, well... Dottle needs more carries. Pollard doesn't need that <laughs> right, many. Right. And the average per carry is right about the same, 3.9. I mm-hmm. don't know if they improved it uh, after this last game. I'm guessing they did. Well, Dottle had 12 carries for 79 yards yeah, this last totally game. Yeah, totally different. So their average per carry. That was Tony Pollard-like. They've moved the average per carry mm-hmm. from 3.9 to 4.0. So... Yeah, let them use it. I like the different tempo between the two running backs, just like last year. Now you got Pollard being the guy that's got to smash into the middle of the line, and then you bring in Dottle, and they're kind of not used to his uh, tempo. And, and no disrespect to any teams that we come up against because, you know, we know what happened in, in uh, Arizona. But I, I'd love to – this should be our time to show – all of those things that we're going to need to do in the playoffs, it's time for us to start working on that in a game situation, not just in practice, but in a game situation, just like you did against the Giants. Hopefully the next few games, or at least the ne- this next game, we can work on some other things because we have that luxury. I'm hoping we have that luxury and that this is not some unnecessarily close game where we're going to be you know, biting our fingernails. Did you ever feel that way when you played? I did. Like if you played an inferior opponent mm-hmm. and you knew it? Yeah. I mean, if I was going up against an inferior uh, wide receiver, wide receiver? I'd tell Michael Downs, don't worry about me. Go check somewhere else. Because this guy here, he ain't, he ain't catching nothing. <laughs> <laughs> he ain't catching nothing. And if he does, it ain't going to hurt us. So I yeah. love that confidence. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it was just, you know. You had to size the guy up and see what you had. And if you didn't have that much, oh, it was uh, Shula. <laughs> Shula had a son that played. Uh-huh. Well, obviously. That was one of the Indianapolis, Indianapolis Colts. <laughs> that was one of the games. Uh, 
And I played against him, and I just told Mike, like, look, Mike, don't even worry about me over here. I can't <laughs> believe the guy was starting. I mean, I'm, I wasn't any great athlete, but I was a good player. There's a difference. You can be a, a an average athlete, mm-hmm. but still be a good player because you know your craft. Lil Shula wasn't either. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. And I, I guess I, I take umbrage because his dad never said my name correctly. And I think, oh, he, I think Emerson? He, did it, he did that on purpose. He called you Emerson? All the time. Oh, really? All the time, yeah. Now, he was still mad about that rookie year when we shut him down in Dallas after they were toasting me all game, and I ended up getting the two <laughs> picks, and Ron ended up winning the game. He never forgave us for that. I got another one here. Can we get a blocking fullback to open holes for Pollard like Moose Johnson? Johnston, maybe, for Emmett. Hmm. So they don't make fullbacks like Daryl Johnston. Yeah, we do. We have one. Yeah. I mean, he's not Daryl Johnston, but. Well, not yet. Yeah. Do you know what? Give him a chance. Johnston, <laughs> another guy. Johnston. Until he got a chance. Right. Right. I would love to see Henneke. How do you say his name? You got from. Lepke. From- Lepke. 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 L-U-E-P-K-E. Just uh, like it's spelled. Lepke. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to see him get some time. This could be, you know, where we could work with both of those guys. Do you remember the, the starting running backs in that game against – oh, you were – you might have been already with the Giants. Hmm. It was the one – they got sh- no. It might have been your fifteen to nothing. Was that the eighty nine season when we beat, we got lost. beat by the Giants fifteen to nothing? I think all, the start- all of them kind of ran together. I think there, but- starting <laughs> the starting running backs were Daryl Johnston and Derek Brownlow. God, wait, I don't even remember him. And Jimmy complained because he couldn't run the football. <laughs> well, it's up to his offensive line. It's right? not necessarily the running back. That's what he's probably thinking. I just found the game where you were referencing where you went up against the Shula at mm-hmm. wide receiver, and mm-hmm. it was Dave Shula. I didn't even remember that Dave Shula played in the NFL. I can't believe he did. And that was the problem with everybody because he became a quarterback coach. Mm-hmm. He never played quarterback. Well, right. the, because at first you were mentioning Shula, I thought of Mike Shula who played quarterback yeah. Yeah, but in he, Alabama. And yeah. You might have been benched by then because this was the second to last game of the 89 season. Oh, yeah, season. I was not. No, I was playing special teams. Which one are you talking about? 15 to He's nothing. talking about where the running 89. back where we had. Oh. Because – because Jimmy got mad because they got he got inside like the five yard line and mm. couldn't get into the end zone. I was on punt return. That was the one he chewed yeah. out the coaches because you weren't strong enough. <laughs> <laughs> I was on kickoff coverage and punt return. I was that was my by that time that's what I was regulating. The uh, Dave Shula Colts game against the Cowboys it was a thirty seven to thirteen Cowboys win on mm-hmm. December sixth, nineteen eighty one. How did Shula do? And he did not show up on the stat sheet at as a he did that's not get a catch thought. in that game. That's Arrogant what I rookie. Yeah, that's what I yeah. <laughs> you shut I was him just, out. I was ashamed. I was I was I was offended. Oh oh well, he did have a kick return for fifteen yards. Wow. 
One kick return for 15 yards. I took joy in that game. Uh-huh. I took pleasure <laughs> in doing that. I didn't talk trash. I just whipped his little butt. I think we need another break. Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm about, I'm about to get fun. started. I'm enjoying away, this. Get away. Yeah. I'm enjoying this too much. Mm. I will say this, though. The great Curtis Dickey had 130 yards rushing. We could in never that stop game. him. <laughs> we could never stop him. Yeah, 130 <laughs> yards and two touchdowns. That was in Dickerson that game. before Dickerson. Uh-huh. Okay. Curtis Dickey. Wow. <laughs> I remember him running track up at North Texas at my high rook, school. My rookie year, he broke one on us for like 80 yards, if I'm not mistaken, in 1981. Mm-hmm. Out in Baltimore. In Baltimore. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Then years later, I saw him. He was working security at Arlington Stadium. Wow. All right. More mix shots in just a moment. <laughs> Tales, of, <laughs> Tales of A&M. <laughs> the Medal of Honor is our country's highest military award for valor in combat. More than 40 million individuals have served in the armed forces since the Civil War. Fewer than 4,000 have received the Medal of Honor. The National Medal of Honor Museum will be a place to preserve these legacies and inspire America. It's being built right next door to the Dallas Cowboys in Texas. Help us honor our country's greatest heroes. Learn more and get involved at mohmuseum.org. Cowboys football and Miller Lite. What a pairing. Can cracks a kickoff. Hellgate's going way past postgame. Sunday night overtimes followed by Monday morning swagger. Brisket in the smoker. Miller Lite in the cool. America's team playing America's greatest sport. Miller Lite, the only beer of the Dallas Cowboys. Dallas Cowboys football tastes like Miller time. Celebrate responsibly. 2023 Miller Brewing Company, Fort Worth, Texas. I'm Dak Prescott, quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. And they snap it to Prescott, who looks right. It's not there. He escapes left. He'll run for a first down. Just like football, when it comes to crypto, it's important to have a team you can trust. With Blockchain.com, I know I'm in good hands. Since 2011, they've been trusted by millions around the world to buy, sell, and trade cryptocurrency. Prescott's going to run this himself. Run it up the middle, and he scores. Whether you're new to crypto or an active trader, they've got you covered. What are you waiting for? Get started at Blockchain.com. You know that sound anywhere. It's the crisp crunch of that first nacho chip. With its perfect cheese-to-sour-cream ratio sitting atop a layer of delicious beans, it's a sip away from perfection. That's what we're looking for. Add a delicious, refreshing Pepsi, and we've achieved absolute nacho nirvana. Because while you can pile those nachos high with every spicy, cheesy, savory topping, there's no topping a cool Pepsi finish. Nachos, better with Pepsi. That's what I like. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. The mixed shots. Get a frame-worthy family holiday photo with Santa at the Star, presented by Monument Reality, uh, Realty. Santa Claus will be at his Cowboys-themed cottage in the Star District from November 17th through December 24th. Book your visit before December 9th and save $5 with Code Stars. Wait, Code Star 5. (laughs) Code Star 5. Well, they'll never figure it out now. (laughs) 
Visit thestardistrict.com slash Santa for more info. That's code STAR5. Now, what are we supposed to do with that code STAR5? You're supposed to uh, save $5 with that code. Book your visit before December 9th and save $5 with code STAR5. Okay. Okay. What else you want? Very you want? good. You want me to go online and do it now? Should, should I show you how it's done? <laughs> all right. What do you want to know about the Carolina Panthers? I we know got, that we got all the answers for you. They've got. Uh, they cut the guy that was starting at left guard, Kelvin Throckmorton. 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 See, it's, it's a contagious. And, and he got picked previous, up by somebody. Yeah, and their previous starter, uh, Chandler Savala, is now no. Yeah, is now starting. Fourth round draft pick out of North Carolina State. Right, he had, was starting, had a neck injury, and then they started Throckmorton. Calvin That's somebody's Throckmorton. last name. I just thought it was a, a town up there by there Wichita is, Falls. There is a town. <laughs> I think Bob Lilly. <laughs> no, was Bob born Lilly there. was born in Throckmorton. That's what. Yeah, I, that's I think right. I remember it mm-hmm. from. So anyway, well, who do we have to fear? Give, I mean, I'm not being. Uh, and they're tied in, by the way. Hayden Hurst has is in concussion protocol. If you were going to look at someone besides the return man that we should really be concerned about, or a group of uh, that we can say defensive line, offensive line, Brian Burns, linebackers, yeah, edge rusher Brian Burns. Mm-hmm. I gave you that stat earlier. Had there. twelve okay. and a half sacks last year. Okay, how many this year? Well. Chuba Hubbard's pretty good, mm-hmm. the running back. Chuba. Okay. Chuba. Chuba. Chuba Hubbard. Okay. You said it right the other day. Chuba Hubbard. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oklahoma State, Canadian. Brian Burns better Did be good because he's wearing yeah. number number zero. Mm-hmm. You heard Dion's ran on that. No. Why would you want to be a zero? That means you're nothing. <laughs> <laughs> he wouldn't let any of his guys wear zero. <laughs> that is an odd number. I don't know if I'd feel comfortable one zero. Everybody wanted it though. But Brian Burns uh, made the Pro Bowl the last two years. Okay. Okay. And who's he going up against? Well, who's starting to tackle? Right tackle. You got Terrence Steele. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think they move him around. They uh, their defense. It's uh, very similar to the Chargers' defense. Jero Evero is the defensive coordinator who is on. Mike McCarthy's staff with Green Bay in 2016. Mm-hmm. He was with Denver last year. He, But the key there is Dom Capers is the senior defensive assistant. And so uh, he's got Capers there. He's good. Yes. And Capers <laughs> was with McCarthy for 10 years, and they had top 10 defenses. Everyone talks about the Packers' offense with Aaron Rodgers when mm. McCarthy was there. Well, their defenses were good, too. Yeah. And uh, for 10 years there. And – if you go back in history, Vic Fangio was uh, on Capers' staff at Carolina, and then when he was also the head coach of the Houston Texans. Well, Brandon Staley, who's the head coach of the Chargers, Chargers. was from the, was under Vic Fangio and at uh, Chicago and Denver, and so it's that type of defense that the Chargers run is the same thing that uh, the Panthers run. Wasn't Capers the first head coach? Carolina? Yes, yes, first head coach, and Fangio was his, um, on his staff. Well, here's what you need to know about Dwayne Brown. 
He's one of just five players <laughs> league-wide to record at least 45-plus tackles, four-plus tackles for a loss, and eight quarterback hits through the first ten Derek, weeks. Derek Did I Brown. say Dwayne? You said Dwayne Brown. Derek. Derek Brown. Brown. Okay. Yeah. First-round draft pick in 2020. So, so the uh, Panthers media guide spotlighted Derek Brown. And he is the edge rusher. He's no, the, he's an interior guy. Well, oh, they, interior. they call him a defensive end. So they, yeah, maybe they a, play in a three-man three, front. Four, yeah. Three-four, yeah. Which would be your like five technique. So if I were them, then I would – man, I'd, I'd probably isolate them on steel side, thinking that that would be a weakness. I'm just, li- I'm just then, trying to think of things. If I'm a coach, and this is the way all the coaches I've known have done it, where are our landmines? And there's a linebacker named Frankie Louvu who had seven sacks last year, and he's on pace to have seven sacks again this year. He's got three and a half this year. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he'll, they, they'll bring him. They, they lost Shaq Thompson to an injury uh, first game of the season, fractured fibula out for the year. And they lost J.C. Horn, their first-round draft pick cornerback, uh, to a hamstring injury first game of the year. And now, but J.C. Horn has been designated to return <clears throat> this week. Uh, just a couple of days ago, he returned to practice. No, Whether man. he'd be ready to go Sunday, I, they uh, Frank Reich didn't sound as confident about him as he did someone else like who I can't recall who it was. Well, and just don't forget their starting safety, Xavier Woods. Mm-hmm. Along with Von Bell. Right. If their secondary can't cover our receivers, then – they're going to have a problem. Well, I wonder what they do because the Giants seemed like they were going to be stubborn and go man. Mm-hmm. They did. That didn't work very well. No, it did not. That, that's always been the knock on that. Let's give, look, hope for pressure, and with a man-to-man, they could, you know, they don't want they didn't let them create separation by the wide receivers. That's the goal. Mm-hmm. Well, that like you said, that didn't work out because we started using movement. And the more we start using movement and, and the bunch routes, I feel real good about this offense. So when you move movement like move, when you use movement like that, does that force you to go zone? Well, no, it for, it forces them to show what they're what they're running. Yeah, I know. But yeah. if you're a defense and you're getting, I mean, you don't necessarily have to. You don't go. No, to you zone. don't. Well, I mean, I, I would, if you if you're still in if if they move them and you're still in man to man, you're going to stay in man to man. And I would imagine if they're smart. Whoever they move, they're probably going to double-team that guy, whoever goes in motion. Because I remember like 25 years ago when the bunch formations just mm-hmm. became a thing in, mm-hmm. in high school even. Mm-hmm. And I was watching a high school game, and the one school was trying to play man against this, and they were running into each other. Yeah. And I remember asking Mike Zimmer, I said, so can you, can you teach high school kids to play zone? He goes, I don't know if they have enough practice time to do it. What if you move in? What if you motion into a bunch? Then you have to be ready if right. you're going to go zone to go zone. Well, but otherwise, you better have a plan on who's going to stay with who. And sometimes those two guys that are on the line already that he's pro- motioning towards, they might have their own game plan on how to deal with those two guys on the line screen. Right. Like we call it banjo. In and, and this, out, in and out. they were crisscrossing, and they weren't saying, okay, you take the receiver to the outside, and That's you take point. the receiver That's to the point. inside. They yeah. were trying to stay with the man in yeah. front of them, right. and they're running into each other. 
Let's hope that continues. <laughs> <laughs> I think the defenses might be a little bit more sophisticated than they were 25 yeah, years ago. Yeah, uh, we'll see. We'll see. Okay, we're going to hear from you via text tomorrow. Yes, sir. With your picks to win and picks to click. You think? And we'll I get... need. We gonna have the, the pod pick or something. We're and have we'll have it? a pod pick. I guess that we'll figure out. We're gonna yeah, get text a... that to me. Yes. Text that. To we're me. gonna get a text from the Dominican. <laughs> Maybe we will. Maybe we so will. Bad. Savannah. Yeah, they might not have Wi-Fi on the beach. You I know? don't think she cares. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that does it for this Thursday edition of Mix Shots, and we will. Some of us, two of us, will shout at you tomorrow here on Mix Nate Shots. Nate and Frisco, go Cowboys! This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!